Blessed Assurance and welcome to Kingdom Christian Fellowship, KCF. We reveal the reality of the Kingdom of God and Christ Jesus in the lives of people all over the world. As you listen to this message, we pray that you are blessed and inspired to improve your relevance in the Kingdom of God. Glory to God, glory to God. We thank God for the gift of a new day. We thank God for giving us the opportunity to see such a beautiful day. You are welcome to the KCF Kingdom Series. Um, this is the summer experience, and I hope that your summer is going well. I don't know why people got the summer winter. Ghana, it was rainy season and dry season. What's the summer experience? You Anyway. We thank God for your lives. I thank God for your the good health God has given to you to enjoy. Hallelujah. Let's pray shortly. Father, I thank you for the lives of your children listening to this broadcast, watching this broadcast. Not just for today, but in all eternity because this is captured online. Lord, let your grace rest upon this broadcast let everyone that is going to watch this or that is presently watching this encounter your power let your glory overshadow your people let your kingdom come oh god let your kingdom come oh god by your kingdom we overthrow the kingdom of darkness any manifestation of kingdom of, of the kingdom of darkness through sicknesses diseases confusion demonic subjugations father be destroyed in jesus name we overthrow every power of the kingdoms of darkness and lord we release a manifestation of your kingdom jesus you said if demons are cast out by the finger of god then the kingdom of god has come indeed lord by your finger manifest your kingdom destroy demonic strongholds set the captives free let the sick be healed in the name of jesus in the name of jesus father we pray that lord through this broadcast your spirit shall flow set the captives free bring clarity bring joy bring peace bring divine direction and lord sets people where they need to be set and lord as it is written you are the builder of all things build the lives of your people and cause them to enjoy your goodness without fail jesus name amen hallelujah hallelujah are you are you responding or you are just watching because you think i am not there when i say hallelujah say praise the lord hallelujah glory to god we thank god for this opportunity now i want to go straight into the subject of the day we are doing a kingdom series and i want to talk to you about um a pet something that has become a pet topic for me the citizens of the kingdom what kind of citizens does god wants us to be in his kingdom praise the lord um reverend Boke spoke to us about kingdom connections Reverend Andrew spoke to us about um, how to use God's money. I will say how to use God's resources. All right. And um, today I want to talk to you about what kind of people does God want you, to, you and I to be? What kind of children does God want to have you and I be in his kingdom? You know, every family, every father has an objective. Every parent has an objective. You, you want to define 
how your family is going to be and most importantly how your children want to you want your children to be so different homes have different rules different models of branding in bringing up children there's a way that every father relates with their children based on the objective okay that they've set in place and most of us sometimes want to replicate what our fathers did because we, th we think it is um, effective some people too want to redefine the whole thing some of us had parents who were not romantic and they didn't know how to do pga public display of affection so you you've grown out barry even when you meet somebody that you have to say hello you're looking good then you are fumbling and that's why i teach you to do that every every time we meet praise the lord so that you will learn it and because you've not learned it you give birth your children you, you, you are just a parent to your children your children cannot come to you your children sees you as a provider as a diary of the home but you are not a friend you are not a conversationalist you've made yourself um always pay me face your children can the, the, the last time you play with your children was when they were toddlers after that you can't hug your kid you can't kiss your kid anymore on the cheek the, the, the relationship is some way okay and so if you don't take care by that kind of lifestyle your children will grow up and become a certain way sometimes you will you will blame society you will blame other people except you but you see how you decided to define your relationship with them and your objectives with them is really what will show them what kind of people they ought to be okay and we see it through scriptures that god is very intentional in the kind of people he wants us to be he defined it for us in genesis chapter number one from verse number 26 to verse number 28, he tells us the kind of people he was creating. He said, let us create man so that they may have dominion. And so, he said, let us create man in our image and in our likeness so they will have dominion. So, the, the summary of what I want to talk to you about is that God created you and I. The kind of people he wants us to be are people who look like him and act like him. His image and his likeness we are created in the image of god to be like him and then under these two great pillars or upon these two great pillars of his image and likeness he gave us authority and power dominion dominion he said let us create man in our image in our likeness so that they may have dominion and then when he did that if you go to genesis 1 28 the bible says when he had created man of the dust he breathed upon him and he blessed them and said be fruitful under that dominion mandate he gave you the grace the, the power to be fruitful and said multiply replenish the earth in other words fill the earth with your kind wow multiplication the ability to fill the earth with your kind we are of his kind so he told us to fill the earth with our kind and and when he was speaking that remember we had no blemish in us the enemy had not come in we were perfect so he wanted us to replicate our perfection which is his perfection in the face of the earth all right then he gave us three-dimensional authority authority in the air 
authority on the land and then authority over the seas and everything within the sea that is perfect dominion he said to rule to rule rule have dominion in the air have dominion over every bird everything that flies have dominion over everything on the land everything that creeps and let me show you let me show you let me give you one thing before we go ahead into the main subject you remember the story of um peter after he had gone to sea in the night and toiled all through the night trying to catch fish that was his business that was his company that was his um life so to speak but that particular night he had nothing and his his workers his employees who were with him, they caught nothing. Business was bad that day. The fish decided that they would not obey him. Then Christ comes, borrows his boat, preaches, and afterwards, he tells Peter, let us launch out for a catch. Remember the, the kingdom dominion mandates that God gave to Adam, the first Adam. He said, have dominion in the air, have dominion on the land, have dominion in the sea over every fish, over everything. So the second Adam came to demonstrate us, to demonstrate that to humanity, teaching us who we, we are supposed to be, the kind of citizens of God's kingdom we are supposed to be. So what did he do? He says, Peter, let's go. Let me use you to show humanity what I want, what, what I had in mind. So he goes to the sea. And then Jesus says, now turn to this direction Cast your net here. Specific counsel. This is dominion. Created in the image of God and in the likeness of God. You know why I'm smiling? Because the scriptures are very accurate when he defines Jesus in Colossians that he is the express image and likeness of God. The, the, the manifestation manifestation of the invisible God. Jesus, the image of God and the perfect likeness of God. And he is demonstrating to us who God made us to be as kingdom citizens. He said, if you will serve me, if you will serve me, I will make you a kingdom of priests. A kingdom of priests, not a kingdom of religious people. Christianity and Jesus had nothing to do with, with, with religion. He came to preach a country. He came to preach a kingdom. Whose citizens are, are of the stock of God, are of the image and likeness of Christ Jesus. So he takes Peter there and then he tells Peter, cast in uh, the net this way. And the authority he gave to the first Adam, he demonstrated to us. He commands the fish to enter the net. <laughs> I'm not talking about anybody's fever song go. Uh, don't take my words to mean wrong things. He commands the fish to enter the net. And then the fish begin to fight over each other. They are struggling. They all the fish. <laughs> they all came. So the capacity of the net that was uh, uh, thrown into the sea. Okay. Determine the amount of fish that could enter. If Peter's net could capture the whole net in the sea, every fish in the sea heard the voice of the second Adam. They swam full speed. They were, look, I heard his voice, his voice first. Give me way. Give me way. They were fighting. The Bible says that 
and Peter's net began to break. So they beckoned on other ships, other boats, other companies. He was so blessed with the dominion authority that was at display that he beckoned other fish companies to come and take fish for free. Dominion over the sea. And he said, come and, come, come and enjoy this net-breaking miracle. When they got to shore, Peter recognized something. And then he said, depart from me, Lord. I am a sinful man. Then Jesus says, no, no, no. I'm grateful that you've, you've gotten there. You've seen the sign of the miracle you just received. That I am of the stock of the second Adam. I am the image and likeness of God, having dominion. And I am right with God. That's why dominion is being expressed. But let me tell you something. I want to employ you in my company. I want, to, I want you to become a citizen of my kingdom. And when you do, I will make you. And when you speak, men will be caught in your net. I will make you a fisher. In other words, the ministry of reconciliation... The grace that makes the fish of the earth, of the sea, enter my net. When you speak, the fish of the land, which is human beings, they will, end, they will, they will follow you. Child of God, are you obscure? Have men overlooked you? Are you, are you like the, the, the black sheep or the outcast one because you have no power, because you have no authority, because you seem to not matter? In the in the in the fields of life, maybe you may even be intelligent. You may even have a gift or one or two, but nothing you do seem to quote unquote blow, as the Nigerians would say. And do you want to blow? I want to show you the way through this subject. You are a kingdom citizen. You are one. That has been called into God's kingdom to manifest the fullness of his grace. And child of God, it is time. It is time. What manner of people does God want you and I to be as we wait the second coming of Christ Jesus? I hope this little story of mine, which is a true story anyway, has inspired you to want to listen to more. Take your pen, take your notebook, write something down. And don't just write, be a doer. I'm giving you two minutes. Sorry, 30 seconds. Share this link to your mother. Share this link to your father. Share this link to a former KCF member. People who are in other, who have left the ministry because they were disoriented or they were they took offense or something they didn't understand or somebody said something they didn't understand or they they received it whatever might have happened share this link with them and tell them that the king is calling them and blessed is he who is not offended offenses have denied many people what heaven has in store please share the link share the link summer summer experienced people Share the link with your father. Share the link with your mother. Share the link with your boss. Share the link with your sponsor. And when I say sponsor, I'm not talking about fever people. I'm talking about the people who are helping you in life. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. I am not wondering pro. That's why I have to I have to be very careful in my statement. Because now the terms that we use, all of you 
you, you have different definitions for it. So I'm very careful in this generation before I am I am I am accused of promoting something that belongs to a different kingdom. I am talking about God's kingdom. Okay, and if you are in God's kingdom, it means you are pure. And to the pure, all things are pure. To the pure, all things are pure. Praise the Lord. One thing that every one of us is looking for is power. One thing that every human being on planet Earth is looking for is power. The ability to control the outcomes of our lives and to determine the outcome of our decisions so that we arrive at a destiny that is conducive for us. Just like God tells us in the book, through the book of Jeremiah, that I know the plans I have for you. Plans of good and not of evil to bring you to the expected end. You and I, everybody on the planet is looking for power. The reason why we join religions, the reason why we join organizations, the reason why some of us, some people want to escape Ghana and go to U.S. And those in the U.S. are looking to escape still their economic circumstances and, and latch on to certain opportunities that will help them is because you want to escape a certain life, that lifestyle and atmosphere that makes you a victim of life and puts you at a pedestal where you can control the outcomes of your life. The reason why we are looking for money it's not necessarily because we want to have the, the, the means of exchange per se, but so that money will give us what it has. Power. We are looking for power. It may be spiritual power. It may be economic power. It may be manipulative power. Many, name, name it. The reason why you go to school is because you want to have a certain power to be able to control your earning abilities. Hmm? And let me tell you something that will shock you. That craving for power was put there by God. <laughs> it was put there by God. What how do I mean? Or what do I mean? When he created you and I, he created you for the purpose of demonstrating power, dominion, rulership, authority. And in that perfect state of our creation, we could name things. We could rule. We could tell the fish in the sea what to do and they did it. We had authority over the elements. We could control the weather. Oh yes, we could control the weather. We could control the land. People who have bonded in covenant bonds with the devil seem to be able to demonstrate this power. They come out as fetish priests and then they command the rain and it falls. You have a better power. You can command the rain to fall. You've forgotten? He said have dominion over the air. Everything above you. On the land. The fetish priests have heard their story. Um, I heard uh, Dr. Isunanaba say that his father could command a snake and then he would talk to the snake physically as a fetish priest. That man came to listen to him and, and noticed that he doesn't have too much uh, inner power compared to that of Isunanaba, Reverend Isunanaba. You too, you have that same grace. Alright? But you see, it seems as if these, these, these things that I'm talking about is far-fetched. 
cry. It is because of the demonic subjugation and what we have allowed our minds to deliberate on all these years. Truly, a man can do nothing above his mindset. You cannot rise above your mindset. The, the kind of changes you want to see in life is dependent on not just the accumulation of information or knowledge that you have, but what you do with the knowledge that you receive. Because many people know many things. You've read the Bible. The Bible has told you many things. But really, really, why hasn't your mindset changed? Your mindset has not changed because you have not applied that knowledge to your mindset to tune your mind. You are refusing to learn to unlearn some things, to learn the new things that will help you become who heaven has really ordained to be. Sorry that my introduction is taking long, but I like to, to, to take my time to lay foundations in introductions because, let me tell you something, I found out that foundations are important. The scriptures tells us in 1 Corinthians chapter 3 that no other foundation can any man lay except Christ Jesus, the only foundation. So, if you don't get the foundations right, if you don't get your mindset right, everything else you are going to do is going to collapse. And we'll come to foundations later. So, let's go. Let's go into the scriptures. I want to start from this angle. 2 Peter chapter number 3, from verse number, from verse number 10. Um, I'll be a bit slow because I'm on the scriptures. I don't have Reverend Andrew to be reading for me. Uh, so don't worry. It is just me. Uh, Papa Roli is sitting here giving me signs that I am the only one here. So I should read my, my, my scripture. Uh, he's refusing to read the scripture for me because he doesn't want to come. He doesn't want his voice to come inside. So it's fine. I, I, I get it. They say it is me alone. Hallelujah. 2 Peter chapter number 3, from verse number. And some of the scriptures I can't read it because it's a lot of scriptures. So, but pardon me, I'll name the scriptures when you go. That's why I want you to write it down. Write it down. Write it down and do it. Don't be just a hearer, be a doer. The import of this broadcast is not just for you to hear, but for you to become a doer and a becomer. You become what you do consistently. We are what we do consistently. We are creatures of habits. What you do habitually is what defines who you are. Okay, among many things. So please be a doer what you are going to say. In the book of Second Peter, Peter is writing to the Christians or to uh, disciples of God's kingdom. And he says, But the day of the Lord, 2 Peter chapter 3, from verse 10 to 11. But the day of the Lord will come as a thief in the night, in which the heavens will pass away with great with a great noise, and the elements will melt with fervent heat. Both the earth, both the earth, and the works that are in the earth will be burned up. This is Peter's uh, prophetic word regarding what is going to happen to them. Then, by the Spirit of God, he asks us a question in verse 11. He says, Therefore, since all these things, that is the F and the works, everything, the great cars you want to drive, the beautiful um, um, uh, homes you are building, all that, he says, since these things will be dissolved, it will be dissolved in fire. 
what manner of persons or what manner of people ought we to be in holy conduct and godliness? What kind of people must we be in holy conduct and godliness? We say we are godly. We say we are acting holy. What kind of holiness does God require of us? What, what, what is the kind of conduct that God wants to us to demonstrate as citizens of his kingdom? As people that have become born again. Alright? Now, in the book of uh, John, a man called Nicodemus visits Christ Jesus in the night. And one of his disciples called, called John eavesdrops into the conversation and tells us an account. He says that when Nicodemus uh, came, a Pharisee, he asked Jesus, he said, Good master, I hail you. I hail you. you are a great man. You are a good man. The things you are doing, except God is with you, I'm not sure you could do them. Then Jesus takes the uh, felicitations, the greetings, and begins on a trajectory that, for me, for me, makes no sense. Somebody comes to greet you and say, good morning, boss. Charlie, you day from. Or good evening, boss. You day from. Charlie, the kind of work you are doing, God is with you. If God is not with you, you can't do this. Because I've never seen, I'm a, I'm a Pharisee. I've never seen anybody demonstrate power, authority, heal the sick, cleanse the lepers, preach with such authority. And everybody listens. I've never seen that. Then Jesus says to him, Except a man is born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God. What does Jesus' answer got to do with Nicodemus' greetings? Child of God, everything. Jesus knew the intent. Jesus knew the heart of the man that had come before him. He came to want to know, to find out that, Master, I am a teacher of the law. I have taught the word of God for years. I'm an old man. I am a teacher of lawyers. In God's kingdom. I have taught people about the, the word of God. But I have never been able to demonstrate this kind of life. That you are demonstrating. Jesus knew that. So Jesus began to walk Nicodemus through an encounter. And he says, first of all, first of all, to be able to see the kingdom of God. He's not saying to be able to work the works I'm doing, working you. To be able to see the kingdom of God, you must be born again. So he's telling Nico, you are not born of God. So you cannot tell me that you know that I am of God, number one. You can't see, you can't identify, you don't know what is happening. Like I like to say, you don't know under. You don't know why I'm able to, but the secret behind is that I am of God. I am from a kingdom. And this life that you see me demonstrate, is the normal life of everybody that is a citizen of the kingdom. Why? Why? Because the best way to become a citizen of any country is to be born in that country. I repeat, the way, the easiest and most authentic way to become a citizen of any country is by birth. When you are born of God, born of the Spirit, born of the word, born of the water, born of the blood. Child of God, you are an automatic citizen. And everyone that is a citizen enjoys automatically every rights and privileges that that country has on offer. Same thing. If you are a member, the easiest way to become a member of any family. Okay? Adoption is there. It works through legal means. But the easiest way to become a citizen 
or a member of any household is by birth. And when you are born, okay, the blood and the DNA of the family head is your own blood, number one. Number two, you respond to the name of the family head. Let me take my time for this to sink in for you. Did you ever hear the scripture? If my people who are called by my name, my God, it means that if he is called Rafa, you are also called Rafa. <laughs> it means that if he is called Jaira, you are called Jaira. <laughs> if my people who are called by my name will humble themselves, all right, and so you are called by the name of the man who gives birth to you. Well, the other way is to become a citizen through legal means, through adoption and everything. So Jesus tells Nicodemus, if you are born of God, you are born of the spirit and of the water, you will enter the kingdom of God. You will not just see, but you will enter. Entry means that you become a partaker. You, he said if you are not born of God, you will not see. In other words, you cannot identify the modus operandi of the kingdom. Modus operandi, the ways, how the kingdom of God functions. But when you are born of the spirit and of the water, you will enter. You Entering simply means that now you become a bona fide owner of all the graces. You become a core head of Christ Jesus. In other words, whatever Jesus can do, whatever Jesus is, you are. What he is, what he can do. Every grace that makes him Lord, it makes you, that same grace operates in your life. Whatever makes him an effective second Adam, that grace becomes your portion and you also begin to operate. Child of God, what that means is that the day you gave your life to Jesus Christ, you were conformed instantly to his image and likeness. What that means also is that as he is in heaven right now, so are you currently on this earth. What that means is that, therefore, everything that defeated you in the seasons of your subjugation, today, I speak it into your life that that thing has no power, no legal authority over you. You reign in the air, on the land, and in the sea. No power in the air, no power on the land, no power from the river bodies has any authority over you. This is grace given to you freely by Christ Jesus. Indeed, he tells us that, John tells us that out of the grace of Jesus, we all we have received grace of, for grace. Out of the fullness of his grace. In other words, whatever made him Lord, whatever made him master over creation, makes you master over creation. It gets better. He said you are seated with him in heavenly places far above all principality and power. When Nicodemus began to hear this, he begins to ask questions. And Jesus says, the wind blows, just like the wind is blowing right now. The wind blows to a place that it wants. People hear the sound but cannot see it and cannot determine where it is going. He says, that is how everyone that is born of the Spirit, everyone who is a citizen of God's kingdom is. Therefore, I want to go into the subject proper and tell you this. Number one, prepare the scriptures have told you. If you are a citizen of God's kingdom, first of all, you must understand that you are a spirit being. You are what a spirit being. You are a spirit being. What manner of persons ought we to be? You must know that you are a spirit being. So have the consciousness that I am spirit, having a human experience. 
You are not a human trying to have a spiritual experience. You are spirit. And this is important for me that you know and understand because you see, in this knowledge lies your effectiveness. In this knowledge lies your efficiency. In this knowledge lies all the abilities, all the kind of person you ought to be in God. In this knowledge lies your strength. In this knowledge lies your ability to fulfill the destiny of God. Flesh and blood cannot inherit the kingdom of God. Flesh and blood cannot fulfill the mandate of God. In fact, flesh and blood cannot fulfill the desires of the spirit. So he tells us in Romans that walk in the spirit and you will not fulfill the last of the, or the desires of this flesh. The flesh is the strength of the human nature which controls our appetite in the outward. But he says when you have this consciousness that you are spirit, you will notice that being righteous is not a difficult thing anymore. Being holy is not a difficult thing anymore. Being, being like Christ is not a difficult thing anymore. It's a life that is produced from within you and shows on the outside. Praise the Lord. And so I need you to understand that you are spirit. 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 You are born of the spirit. Jesus continued and said, that which is born of the flesh is flesh. But that which is born of the spirit is spirit. You are born of the spirit. Today, I enforce your identity as a spiritual being in your life. And I decree over your life that anything in the flesh that has overcome you thus far, be broken in the name of Jesus. Overcome everything in the face of the flesh. Anything that has stopped you. Any weakness of the flesh that has stopped you. Anything that exists in the material world that has become an obstacle against your destiny. Him. May it be swallowed up by your identity as a spirit being in Jesus' name. Amen. That which is born of God is spirit. That which is born of God overcomes the world. You are born of God. You are spirit. I release that grace upon you. Overcome in the summer. Overcome throughout the rest of the year. Overcome in your destiny. Overcome as an employee. Overcome as an employer. Overcome as a student. Overcome in every way possible in Jesus' name. And I have just now started the message. Are you okay? Are you together with me? Praise the Lord. Are you writing something down? Are you writing something down? Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. So let's go. One, aside knowing who you are, that you are born of God, I want you to understand these things that Jesus gave to us. First of all, first of all, he says, seek first. Seek first. First means that first in priority. First in order of importance, order of preference. Matthew 6, 33. Jesus speaking to the, his congregation at the time said, Child of God, if you are born of God, then seek first the kingdom of God. Paul tells the Colossian church, If you have been risen with Christ, if you are risen with Christ, then seek those things which are above. In other words, seek the kingdom of God. Seek the kingdom of God. Seek the kingdom of God. And Jesus says it this way Seek first the kingdom. And the righteousness of God. In other words, seek to be in right standing with God. In other words, seek the ways of the kingdom. That is the way to be in right standing with God. Seek how the kingdom operates. Seek the kingdom and how it operates. 
and say, all things that you are looking for will be added to you. This is the first commandment of the new kingdom, of the new testament. Praise the Lord. Now, you need to understand this perfectly. You need to walk in this mindset that seeking the kingdom is not a passive agenda. Seeking the kingdom is not something that you gloss over. Praise the Lord. Seeking the kingdom is a deliberate, it is, it is, it is our number one assignment. It is your number one purpose. It is the, it is God's number one will for you. It is God's number one will for you. You need to seek the kingdom of God. You need to seek the righteousness of the kingdom. I don't have time to go into, into that particular subject because my subject is who you ought to be. Okay, you must be a person that seeks the kingdom and seeks the right ways of the kingdom. I will delve a little bit into it, but not too much because that is not the main subject of the day. And added to seeking the kingdom, okay, is Luke chapter 19 verse 11. When Jesus speaks about a parable of a king that is going to a far country to receive a kingdom and comes back and he gives his his goods, his possessions to his subjects, his friends, his servants, and tell them to occupy till he comes. Other version says to do business until he comes. Child of God, and here let me speak to both Ashesi, sorry, case students who are KCF members and employees. You may be a graduate, wherever you are. This is key. Every resource that heaven or the kingdom has given to you must be used in the way heaven wants you to use it. God is a businessman. God is a king. He, he is not a religious deity. He is a king of a real country. His country is called the kingdom of God or the kingdom of heaven. That kingdom, Bible says in this fiscal plane, is not here, it's not there, it's not in my bedroom, it's not there, but it is in the heart of men. What that means is that wherever you go, you carry the fullness of the government of God in you. And government has many jurisdictions and many, many ministries, assignments, resources. A government has power. A government has authority. A government is, 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 has serious structure and it is effective in manifesting what it stands for. There have been many kinds of government on the face of the earth. The right, right now, what the greater part of the nations of the world are practicing is the government of democracy. That is a government for the people, by the people, to the people. Voted into, uh, by which one man is voted into power by the majority. And, and what has democracy actually given to us? It has many flaws. There's been so many. But the kingdom of God remains the best kind of government there ever is. Because that kingdom is ruled by God. And God his way is perfect. The ways of God, there is no biasness in it. God is respecter of no persons. God respects rules, regulations. God cannot be bribed. You can bribe the Kufuado government. You can bribe NDC government. You can bribe the government of the US. But you cannot bribe the kingdom of God. And in this kingdom of God, you see, in the government of the nations of the world, only few people have a certain kind of authority and power. Have you noticed that? And those people with authority, they usurp it over us. 
They bully us off the road. When we are out, we voted them into power. But when they are coming, they use the police sirens to win, 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 win. You have to even get they, the police sometimes want to even drive into the gutters. Meanwhile, when it was campaign time, that those same people were begging you. Now they get the power, they use it to bully you. They see themselves better than you. But you see, when you become a citizen of God's kingdom, God, you are the carrier of God. You are you are the like that, like that, like Jesus sat on the on the donkey. You are you are the carrier of that government. Every citizen of God's kingdom is an official of the kingdom. Every citizen of the kingdom is an ambassador. Wow! The the the, the authority government of God backs everybody. It backs you. It backs you. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus, I'm being signaled that my time is going. Hallelujah. I told them that they should give me one more. <laughs> Hallelujah. <laughs> Praise the Lord. And my one hour is almost up. Hallelujah. Don't worry. Don't worry. Is it, is it, are you learning something? Is it, is it coming home? You are a citizen of God's kingdom. And when you become the citizen, every power of God, every authority of God begins to back you. What did Jesus say to the disciples in the book of Acts 1? He said, wait in Jerusalem and not many days from now you will be filled with authority from heaven. <laughs> Everyone that becomes a citizen of the kingdom receives this authority. You have authority. You have authority over every witch that has plagued your family for all these years. You have authority over every sickness and every disease. You have power. That authority, that power is that dynamic, the ability to make changes. Receive that grace. Walk in it and make changes in your family. If people have not been able to succeed in their family, break that um, limitation. You have authority. You have authority. You are under the authority of Christ Jesus, who is a king of you, the king. That is why he's called King of Kings. You are you have entered into a kingdom of priests and kings. That is why he's called the King of Kings. You are the king of which he is king. You and I. And so he has given you power. And everything has a domain and jurisdiction. Praise the Lord. And, and the jurisdiction that God has given to you to rule, you will not fail. You will not fail. Say, I will not fail. I will not fail because the fullness of the authority and power of God is backing me. Praise the Lord. Psalm 103 verse 19 says that God has established his throne in the heavens and his kingdom rules above all. This is the kingdom that you belong to. The kingdom that rules above all. What that means is that as a citizen of God's kingdom and as an administrator of that kingdom or as an ambassador of that kingdom or as a minister of that kingdom you rule above all things on the face of the earth above all things above all you are seated with heaven with jesus christ in heavenly places above all the kingdom in which christ is seated is above all 
You rule above every sickness. You rule above every situation. You rule above every circumstance. You rule above divinations. You rule above the in evil intentions of demonic powers. You even rule above the evil intentions of fake friends, fake people. Oh yes, say I rule above all. I rule above all and I walk in my identity from today in the name of Jesus. I've been using the word kingdom, kingdom, kingdom. What is a kingdom? In in, in Bishop Bokwe's uh, presentation, he gave you uh, Miles Monroe's definition. It's the same definition that I have. It is the best definition I've seen so far. So let's go with it, okay? Dr. Miles Monroe, blessed memory. But I will, I, will, I will change it into modern English for you to hear, okay? Let me read it out for you. A kingdom, it, first of all, I want you to understand that a kingdom is a spiritual reality. It is a spiritual reality. It is what? A spiritual reality. It is a place. It is a spiritual country. It is a spiritual country. It is a real country. It is an actual country ruled by an actual king. God, who is also spirit. The Bible says God, Jesus said to the woman at the um, at the Samaritan well that God is a spirit and he sees those who worship him to do so in, in truth and in spirit. Okay, so the kingdom of God is a, a spiritual reality. It is a spiritual country. It is a real country ruled by a real king, the most powerful king in the entire universe. He is a creator of that of, of the universe every physical and spiritual realm that you see that is in existence was created by him and he rules above all of it he has not lost his power he has not lost his power he has not lost his power over eons of years now and the physicists will tell you that time is relative god does not live in time time is of no essence to God. God does not is not affected. His kingdom is not affected by time. He is out of time, and He created the systems within which our times and systems uh, function. Okay, so a kingdom is a natural country ruled by um, an actual king who influences and impacts that domain of his kingdom with his uh, with his personal values, personal morality. His personal lifestyle, God has a lifestyle, okay, and his and his pers entire personal principles and laws until that influence goes on until the everybody, you and I, begin to reflect the lifestyle or the culture that sums up that sums up his personality, his values, his moral systems, and his uh, 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 cultural underpinnings. Praise the Lord. I hope you understood that. Now, this definition is very important because when I ask the question or the topic upon which I'm on which I'm speaking seeks to tell you that as a citizen, as a citizen of God's kingdom, there is a lifestyle you must subscribe to that when demonstrated through you, like the, the people of Antioch looked at certain people and said, These people have been with the king, they have been with Jesus Christ. So when the people in your family know that you have been with Jesus, you are you are a different breed. Why? He said, if any man be in Christ, he is a new creation, a different species, a new species. A new creation means a new species. That's what the rendition uh, interprets it. A new species. He said, all things, the new, all life, 
and the life that you were defeated, the life where you couldn't live in truth, the life where you couldn't live in the spirit, the life where you were defeated is passed away. Now you have a new life. He said, all things have become new. Other version says, new life becomes. Look at it. A new life becomes. There's a new life full of power, full of authority, full of upwardness and forwardness, full of joy, full of peace, full of divine counsel. Praise the Lord. That is the life that God has for you. That is the life that God has for you. Remember this. What, how, how do you reflect this life? How do you reflect this life of the kingdom? Remember this. Hebrews chapter 3 verse 1 says, Every house is built by God. Uh, sorry, every house is built by somebody. But God is the builder of all things. As a citizen of God's kingdom, first understand that you are God's building. The Bible says that in the, in the book of Peter, it says that we are, we as living stones are being built up by God into living stones or into a house, into a spiritual house. Praise the Lord. And so remember that God is building you up. God is the builder of all things. God is the builder of your destiny. As a citizen of God's kingdom, you know, you don't determine your destiny. Your destiny is determined by God. And that destiny that has been determined is a sweet destiny. As you go through life, as you go through this summer, remember that the objectives of God for you is great and powerful. God is building you. Praise the Lord. God is building you. And and in, in, in building you up, God wants you to be effective. What manner of people must you be? Remember that you are spiritually, number one. Number two, you belong to God's kingdom. Number three, God is building you up. He is building you up. And I don't have time to go into what uh, this kind of spiritual house you want you to be because of time. But I want you to understand that he is building you to a spiritual house. In other words, your life flows from the spirit. That is why speaking in tongues, the spiritual language God has given to you is a must. Because when you, when you speak in a language, when you give birth to a, a child, and the child does not speak mother's language, father's language, and you, you only use foreign language to the child, the child will grow up and not be able to speak mother tongue. That is how most of you cannot speak he, God, or the ever that your mother and your father uh, 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 speaks. And so when you go to your hometown, you see that you have found family. That is the same way that because you don't speak the, the, the language of the spirit that God gave to you, when you dream and and and, and God begins to speak in, in pictures, your, your spirit is not able to understand when you wake up. You cannot understand the, the dreams, the, the visions, and, and, and the things that heaven has given to you because you have not, when you speak in tongues, your spirit man grows. You grow in grace. Grace doesn't grow, but you grow in the grace. Praise the Lord. You grow in the grace. You become formidable. You become strong in the spirit. You become able to exercise all the sweet things that I'm talking about that God has made you to be. You can speak to the sea. The sea obeys. You speak to the mountains, it obeys. Because nobody takes the instructions of a baby seriously. Nobody. So Paul tells the Galatian church, a, a child, as long as he's a child, is not different from a slave. But he's put under subjection. He said, even though he's, he's heir of all things. In other words, even though he's supposed to inherit all things, all power, all dominion, as long as he remains a child, nobody's going to listen to the instructions of a child. Even when you, when you go to work, find out, put camera there and see whether your household obeys the instructions of your father. No, no 
Nobody obeys the instructions of a child. So he wants you to grow. You speak in tongues. You study the word. You meditate upon it. He said that you shall be careful to do. The ability to do is, in, is, in, is, in, is given through your meditation. If you don't meditate on what the king has said, you cannot become that king over your domain that he's given to you. Praise the Lord. So God wants you to know that he is building you into a spiritual house and you must grow in that identity. Now, I want you to understand this. God needs you to be effective and efficient in this spiritual life. Let's read Ephesians chapter 5 verse 3. Fair, verse 13, from verse 13 to 18. And um, I think this is the second scripture I want to read because it will bring me to an important subject matter. Praise the Lord. Ephesians chapter number 5, from verse number 13. It says, But all things, but all things that are exposed are made manifest by the light. For whatever makes manifest is light. 14. Therefore, he says, Awake, you who sleep, arise from the dead, and Christ will give you light. Then he says in verse 15, Walk in wisdom. Oh, sorry. He says, See then that you walk circumspectly, not as fools, but as wise, redeeming the time, because the days are evil. 17. Therefore, do not be unwise, but understand what the will of God is. And do not be drunk with wine in which is dissipation or waste, but be filled with the Holy Spirit. In other words, there are things that when we uh, assimilate, we waste our lives. And there is something that if we have, our life will not be wasted. He said, be filled with the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit is the governor of God's kingdom. And he wants to fill you so that he can empower you to become who you want to, you to be. It is by the Spirit of God that we become effective and efficient. Hallelujah. To be effective means that to be effective means that you are doing things the right way. It means to be successful in the right thing. It means that you are walking in the ways that heaven has ordained you to be. It means that what you are walking in the ways that heaven created you to be. It means that you are, you are, your life is not haphazard. It's not trial and error. Praise the Lord. It means to be successful in what you were called to be by God. Mind you, God will never sponsor or back what he did not commission. God will never sponsor what he did not commission. Luke 22 verse 35. God will never sponsor what he did not commission. Be effective as a child of God, as a citizen of God, of, of God's kingdom, means be being planted and commissioned by God. Whatever is planted of God is sustained by God. Psalm 92, he says, those who are planted in the house of the Lord will flourish. So if God did not plant you, if God did not plant the destiny you are pursuing, if God did not plant the career that you are pursuing, if God did not plant that idea 
If though God not plan that relationship, if God did not plant that travel to the US, it will fail. You must understand that when God plants an idea, he backs it. So when you are going to the US, you are going to the UK, you are in a chassis, you are in any university, you are pursuing whatever. Remember that if it is God that planted you, it means that it is part of the agenda of seeking the kingdom. Seek to know that he planted you. Know that he planted you there. And if you are planted, then follow the agenda. I'll come back to, to this subject very soon before I conclude. You need to be planted and rooted where God placed you. Effectiveness is being planted in the right place. Hallelujah. It means be planted in the right place. Let's see what Proverbs 11 verse 10 said. Proverbs 11 verse 10. I think I'll read this one and, uh, and I'll summarize my message. Proverbs 11 verse number 10. It says, When it goes well with the righteous, the city rejoices. When the wicked perishes, there is jubilation. When the wicked perishes, there is jubilation. When it goes well with the righteous, who is the righteous? The one who is seeking the right ways of God. When you are planted, when you are planted where God wants you to be, you are in the right position with God. You are in right standing with God. When Adam ate the apple and he lost his rightness with God, it didn't go well with him. Mm, he lost dominion. Be effective by remaining where God created you. Number three, be effective by standing where God wants you to stand. Let me read this scripture. Jeremiah chapter 6 verse 16. Powerful scripture. Powerful scripture by all standards. Jeremiah chapter 6 verse 16. Thus says the Lord, Stand in the ways and see. Ask for the old paths, the path of righteousness, the path of God. God's ways are not new. They are old. God's ways are ancient. Where the good way is, God's way is where the good way is. And walk in it. Then you will find rest for your souls. But the who said you will not walk in it. A citizen of God's kingdom, a child of God, one who has accepted Christ as his personal savior and is walking under kingdom mandate and knows that he belongs to a kingdom. The Bible says that our citizenship is of heaven. You understand me? In other words, you are a citizen of heaven. You are not a citizen, a citizen of Ghana, Nigeria, whichever country. You are a citizen of heaven. That is where you're kingdom. And God says, see the ways of the kingdom. Jesus says, I am the way. I am the truth. I am the life. Nobody comes to the Father. Jesus is the way for your business. Jesus is the way for your education. Jesus is the way for your destiny. No other foundation can any man lay except that which is laid. You cannot lay another foundation for that relationship. You cannot lay another foundation for, for your, uh, your, your Christian life. You cannot lay another foundation for your destiny, for that business, for that uh, uh, career, for that education. The only foundation that stands strong, that secures prosperity, fruitfulness, and effectiveness and efficiency is Christ Jesus. No other foundation. 
If you are listening to me and you want to put God aside and do your own thing, it means that you are putting the right foundation aside and no other foundation can anybody lay. What manner of people ought we to be as we await the coming of the Lord? You must be somebody who decides to build on the right foundation. Mm, you must build on the right foundation. You must build on the right foundation. You must build on the right foundation. I think we should read it, right? So that we close. I will be happy to close on that scripture. 1 Corinthians chapter number 3. 1, one Corinthians. Where is Corinthians? Where is Corinthians? 1 Corinthians chapter number 3, I believe. 11. He says, For no other foundation can anyone lay than that which is laid, which is Christ Jesus. So Christ Jesus is the foundation of life. He's the foundation of the spiritual life. He's the foundation of the dominion and authority we are looking for. He's the foundation of the spiritual effectiveness that God has ordained you to work in. He's the foundation of that kingdom dominion that Peter exercised. Jesus is the foundation. He said, if you follow me, I will make you. Christ Jesus is the foundation of that glorious life you are looking for. Christ Jesus is the foundation, must be the foundation of that education. You are in Ghana, you are in America, you are in, in Canada, you are in France, you are wherever you are. Remember, make Jesus your foundation and manifest his kingdom. Praise the Lord. For no other foundation can anyone lay than that which is laid, Christ Jesus. Which is Christ Jesus. Now, if any man builds on this foundation with gold, silver, precious stones, wood, hay, straw, each one's work will become clear. For he said, the day, the day I read it, uh, the day about which I read, the day of the melting of all things will declare it because it will be reviewed by fire. And the fire will test each one's work of what sort it is. So, the kind of ministry you are building, the kind of mindset you are building, the kind of destiny you are building, Jesus says, the word of God says, it will be tested by fire. What kind of person are you? Is the works, is your works based on the right foundation? Are you building your life on the right foundation? How do you build on the right foundation? Jesus said in the book of Luke, that if you hear my words, and you do them. You are like somebody who builds his house on the rock. Okay? He says the rains will come. The storms will come. He says the rains will beat hard at it, but your house will stand. Let me tell you, you better build on the right foundation. This is the right foundation. What, does, what that means is that you must remember that the kingdom of God is not just a spiritual country, but it's also a mentality. It's a mentality. It's a mindset you must carry that because I'm a, I belong to God's kingdom, I must build on the right foundation. I'm a spiritual being. My life must produce results and fruitfulness for the king. You understand me? He says, I'm the branch. I'm the vine. You are the branches. You must bear fruit. You must be somebody that is bearing fruit. Bear fruit. Win a soul. You are going to buy Inkatia Boga. Tell the Inkatia Boga. Tell him Jesus loves you. You are in the lecture hall. You have friends with you. Tell the person sitting there by you, Master, Jesus is coming one of these days. I, I'm not talking to you about um, a religion. I'm talking to you about a real a king of a country. And the one who created this fiscal plane is coming to dissolve this country. This fiscal plane. This king wants to have you in his kingdom, in his country. 
please enlist as a citizen of God's kingdom. God wants you to enlist more people. Praise the Lord. As a believer, as a kingdom of God, a citizen of God's kingdom, you have the spirit of God. You need to learn the mind and the heart of God. You need to walk in this. If you are a citizen of God's kingdom, you must know that your duty is an ambassadorial one. You must represent Christ, the King, in everything you do. You must represent Christ in your relationship. You must represent Christ in your in school. You must represent Christ in your family. You must represent Christ in everything, in the businesses you do. And in our next broadcast, if I come your way, I will show you how to do that step by step. How to have a kingdom mindset. How to have a, a, a godly entrepreneurial mindset. Where, yes, you are doing business, but you have a private prayer life. You have a kingdom social responsibility. Where you administer some of the resources God has given to you in the business, in the education, in the time you have, to helping the poor, helping the city. You must know how to do business God's way. Jesus' way. There is a Jesus' way. One of Jesus' way. He said, if you have not been faithful in little, you cannot be faithful in much. So they give you capital. It is small. Be faithful. He said, if you are not faithful in another man's business, who will give you your true riches? In other words, you should be faithful. If you are serving under somebody, you are, uh, you are a student, you are um, a, a child in your father's house, you, you serve under somebody, you serve in the ministry, be faithful. Stop undermining authority. Don't undermine authority as a, a kingdom citizen. Stop stealing resources to build your own ministry, own business. Be truthful. Then Jesus asked something else. He said, be faithful with unrighteous mammon. Money. Some of us don't have integrity. It does not reveal the kingdom of God. Let me end by saying this. There are, we have churches everywhere. We have Christians everywhere. But many, the, 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 the nation Ghana is not benefiting from our impact. Why? Because we, we have turned the whole thing into a religion. We don't demonstrate that we are citizens of a different country. The Rechabees were in Israel, but they never followed the Israel need the impact. These people will never drink alcohol and they will never build because their ancestors did so. God told them, I'm going to see them. Human beings are obeying the laws of a human. You are a Christian, but bad things happen around you. You are part of the people who backbite, who insult bosses, who, who, who are not faithful with money. You get employed in the ministries of Ghana. You are part of you learn the corrupt ways of the people. You steal every underhand meaning. You, you call yourself a citizen of God's kingdom, but you are part of it. These things ought not to be so. He said we are the stock of the second Adam. We bless, we don't curse. You, every time somebody, you, you perceive somebody to be already, you know, you are looking for bottles to break, to curse a person. James says, these things ought not to be so. What manner of people are you in? What manner of a kingdom citizen are you? Be one that is a true branch of, the, of, of Jesus Christ. Be one that because of you, people will say, I want to follow your God. Be righteous, be faithful. Be faithful in another man's business. Be faithful as a servant. Be faithful as a student. Be, 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 be diligent. Be diligent. Be diligent. Be diligent. Be diligent. Be holy. Be holy. Be righteous. 
Have the mind of the kingdom. Have the mind of Christ. Don't be vengeful. Don't be vengeful. Let me end by saying it. Don't be fearful. Have the boldness of the kingdom. The righteous man is as bold as a lion. Listen to the people who go to hell. In the book of Revelations, he mentions the fearful. Those who are always afraid. He said they are going to hell. Because fear is an evidence of the fact that you are not a citizen of the kingdom. Fear is an evidence of the fact that you, you, the king of kings is not living in you. Greater is he that is in us. Greater is he that is in me than he that is in the world. You must be somebody that is focused and resolute on the fact that I will not let the system of this world bend me. I will not be conformed to the standards of this world, but I shall be transformed on a daily basis in my actions, in my attitude, in my character, in my motives. If James says you ask, you don't receive because you ask to spend it on your on wrong, you ask on wrong motives. Check your motives. Be a citizen of God's kingdom who have right motives in everything you do. The Bible says in, in the Bible says that God will judge our motives. What motive do you have in being, being in that company, in being in that school? Why do you want that girl? Why do you want that boy? Why do you want that money? Why do you want that company? Are your motives right? Do you have the, the motive of God's kingdom or God's agenda? What manner of persons are you? What manner of a person are you as a, as, as a citizen of this kingdom? As you have heard this, I pray for you in the name of Jesus that from today you will walk in your divine agenda. Whatever has confused your walk with God, may it be taken away from you. Whatever has defeated you, may you overcome it. I pray for you, child of God, that you will walk as a kingdom citizen, full of dominion, full of power. He said that he has confused those that he knew. He predestinated to be conformed to the image of Christ Jesus, his dear son. May you be truly conformed to the image of God. May you walk in dominion. May you walk in power. As Peter's, as Jesus' promise to Peter was fulfilled, and Peter walked in dominion, may you also walk in dominion. May you become all that heaven has ordained to be. May you receive the skill, the expertise, and the capacity to become all that heaven has ordained to be. You are spirit. You are being built up. May I see you a glorious house. May I see that you have become a glorious spiritual. May you become a whole institution. May God build you into a whole institution. May God build you into a formidable citizen of the kingdom. May you overcome. May you excel. May you explore greater things. May you discover greater realms. May you walk in every blessing in heavenly places in Christ Jesus. God bless you. My name is Brad Wesi and see you another time. Amen. Thank you for listening to this message. If you were blessed by this, share it with someone and be an agent of impactful change for the kingdom of God. God bless you.